Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Hey, crazy birds, and welcome to another Top Tip Thursday. Today, we are going to have a look at food waste, why some perfectly good food never makes it to the markets, and how we would be able to reduce the amount of food waste we generate. In episode 21, I talked to vegan zero-waste chef Max Lamana and wanted to add a few tips for you to help you reduce the amount of food waste you generate. If you have not already listened to the episode with Max, Crazy Birds, I would highly recommend it. One third of all the food that is produced for human consumption is wasted. That is about 1.3 billion tons of food that is wasted annually. There are many ways how this food food find themselves among this shocking number and there are many ways how we can avoid or reduce the amount of food waste we generate. Give the ugly produce a go. More than 20% of fruit and vegetables grown in the US never makes it off the farm as they are just not pretty enough. Supermarkets have strict cosmetic standards about their fruit and vegetables. If they are not the exact size or shape, it is usually thrown out and cannot be sold as a specific graded product. Imperfect Produce is a company that collects all of these ugly fruit and vegetables from farms in the US and sell the produce at 30 to 50% less than what you would pay at the store. By eating this imperfect produce, you are helping to build a more sustainable, effective food system, as well as fighting food waste. This also allows farmers to be rewarded for their entire harvest. For those of you that are currently not living in a state in the US where imperfect produce delivers to, you might be able to find some very unique, ugly, but tasty produce at your local farmer's markets. It might be a good idea to talk to some of the farmers. If you do not see their ugly fruit at the market, ask them about it, as they might not have thought about bringing them, but might in the future if they knew people are interested in purchasing them at a reduced rate. The food scraps do not have to end up straight into the bin. There's a lot that you can do with food scraps. Potato skins I normally keep aside and fry or bake them until they nice and crispy, sprinkle salt or your favorite spice mix, and you have your very own package-free crisp. These are great to top off dishes to, to add that little crunch factor as well. You can also get a dedicated container, and every time that you have veggie scraps, you can add it to the container and place it in the freezer. These scraps can vary from potatoes, carrots, leeks, kale, onions, or just any vegetable scraps that you have. Every time you prepare a meal and have vegetables, 
vegetable scraps, you add them to the container and place it in the freezer. Once the container is full, you can place it in a pot on the stove on a medium heat. Cover the vegetables with boiling water and let it simmer for about 30 minutes. Strain the vegetables until you are left with a beautiful stock. Make sure you squeeze every last bit of stock out of that vegetables. You can then use the stock by keeping them in the fridge for up to three days or freezing it in your ice tray and using the little cubes when you require the stock. These can be frozen for up to three months. The leftover vegetables can then be composted either at home or in your municipal compost bin. If you do not have a local municipal composting facility, you might be able to contact your nearest municipality and inquire about the service. If they do not offer the service, they might be able to direct you to a company that does or even surprise you by starting one. Reduce the amount of animal products you use. The meat and dairy industry uses one third of the earth's fresh water. Livestock and their products account for 14 to 18% of human induced greenhouse gas emissions. And with the average American consuming around 222 pounds, which is 100 kilograms of meat per year, there's a lot to think about when it comes to animal products. Maybe try to reduce the amount of meat you use in your dishes. For example, you would be able to add more vegetables to your spaghetti bolognese. If your recipe requires a specific amount of mince, you can try only to use half or a third of the mince and add mushrooms, grated carrots, zucchini, and even lentils. This will not only be healthier for you, but for Mama Earth as well. You might have to see what flavors you prefer and what ratios you want to start off with. Meatless Mondays or the odd day me day. Try to see what would work in your lifestyle to reduce the amount of meat and animal products you consume. You might start with one meal a week that is meatless and it could grow into an entire meatless day. You could also try to eat meat only every second day. I like to call it the odd day meat day. This means that you only consume meat on the odd days of the calendar. This will reduce the amount of meat by half. It might not seem like a lot, but every little bit helps. You would then be able to determine whether you want to reduce the consumption of only meat or all animal products for a specific meal or day. The amount of delicious vegetarian and vegan food is increasing in restaurants and grocery stores. This will make sure that you do not have to chew on a boring salad on those days. And to give you some inspiration, I have linked up a few great recipes from Max Lamana for you to try as well. Reduce the amount of food you dish up. Buffets are probably one of the places with the highest food waste in the hospitality industry. People tend to dish up a lot of food and after tasting it, they might not like it or they are stuffed halfway through. This food would then typically end up in a bin or compost. That is if the restaurant compost their food waste. Therefore, when you are dishing up for yourself, maybe only dish small amounts of the food that you want or want to try out. And after you have tasted the food, then you would be able to go back 
and dish up the ones that you like and want to have more of. I always have a beeswax wrap or lunchbox with me and in the case that I do have any leftovers, I would be able to place it in the container or wrap it up in the beeswax wrap and take it home with me to enjoy later. My final tip for today is to do what you can and feel comfortable to start with. Living a more sustainable life is a journey and not a race. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.